and welcome to Watch It I Watch, episode 59. Nearly there, boys. <laughs> How are things? It's pretty good. Podcast. I good. have a question. Yes. I have, I have a couple of questions, but we start with the most obvious one. Mm-hmm. Right? Has anybody seen the trailer for Fast and Furious 10? <laughs> you serious? to make another one. Did I say Fast and Furious 10? I meant to say Fast X. No. Living life one quarter mile at a time. It's family, man. Family. Fast X. You could shorten that to Fox. Fast X. Fast X. My, my question is, right, well, I have multiple Fast questions about this trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, First of all, the trailer shows nearly everything that happens in it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. First of all, new bad guy, Aquaman. How do they trick him into appearing in this movie? <laughs> I know, but yeah, they got yeah. what's his name? Mohaba. What's it before that? What's his name? What was the name of that movie? The Disney animated one? The Rock doing um Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rock, yeah. Um, the trick him in. um and also how was Helen Mirren in this? Oh wow. <laughs> really? I see Helen Mirren. She, so she's due an Oscar, movie. like she's due an Oscar. You know, in fairness, to carry her. Oh, I like, I, I like the pun. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So there was a movie, right, way, way back, called Fast and Furious. Sorry, the Fast and the Furious, mm. where they had like words to spare back then. They didn't have to like, cut it down to Fast X, mm. so you can say right. it quickly, right? And every movie since then, it's gotten worse. Right, bigger budget, bigger stones, but worse movie. Every yeah. single one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So now it's 10 times worse than it was. It's 10 x mm-hmm. itself in worseness. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie. Maybe Helen that's Mirren. it. Ah. Doesn't make any sense. It's like literally like the Chewbacca defense. It makes zero sense. That's it. Straight to Paddy Power now. Get your bets down for Helen Mirren Oscar. Helen Mirren Oscar yeah. and Fast X now next year. I mean, no matter what the budget they give it, I just can't see them outdoing that legendary scene where the submarine outruns the Lamborghini going through ice. <laughs> was that not James Bond? <laughs> I think that was a fast X. Was it? No, I, I, I didn't see that, fast nine. I didn't see that one. Well, uh, uh, yeah. I give up this, after one. <laughs> in this, it looks like Jason Momoa is driving a metal sphere. Ah. Oh, no way. So it looks like they don't have to watch this trailer. It's a very long trailer because they have to get in every major stunt of the movie. It's like monowheel. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I oh, no, I, like, I did watch Tokyo Drift. Tokyo. Yeah. Your man, yeah. Jason Momoa, he seems like a very friendly kind of a guy. So I'd say they just met him in a bar and said, would you like to be in a movie, Jason? I'd say you're <laughs> right. That is, right. So that's the answer to that question. Explain bloody Helen Mirren now, do. <laughs> it was you a slow week. How much you want a pint. <laughs> it's probably a slow week for her so she's like yeah if it's in Tuesday you know she did all her fucking scenes on Tuesday yeah and you know she's finding that OnlyFans really isn't cracking up these days <laughs> and she's living life one quarter mile at a time Mike <laughs> and what's the most important thing family 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 <laughs> that's that's nuts so that was my, my first set of questions my other wow. one was, my other one was does anyone know what happened at Bellator 291? So No, I haven't watched it yet. Let me let me, let me paint the story for you. So oh, okay. me and Donna, um, Donna, for my Christmas present this year, mm-hmm. gave me two tickets to Bellator 291, and she paid for accommodation in an apart hotel that is attached to the three arena. Oh, yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, brilliant. Well, is that a, a part of a hotel or... It's like a hotel full of apartments, <laughs> tiny apartments. They're basically hotel rooms with a couple of wall partitions put up to pretend that these are other rooms within the hotel room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but really, it means that if you pull the TV out from the wall, you can't access that side of the bed. <laughs> so uh, we uh, traveled up and had lunch on the way up and then got to the apart hotel. And our plan was start drinking, start getting ready. Um, get some delivery food because we're in Dublin so you can have Anthony delivered and then head into the show watch the fights right mm-hmm. and uh, when I when it came time for me to go or for us to eat and I said right what are we going to deliver 
She goes, oh, no, I, I couldn't eat. I'm still too full. Now, all right, but that puts an awkward position now because we're going to be going into the show. We're already drinking. We're going to be drinking more and there's no food there in the belly. It's a risk. like. And you know how rowdy you get. Yeah. <laughs> so, she, so we made some plan between us. Like I was on board for this. Like I said, well, we'll either come out and eat something or we'll get some kind of crappy concert food in there if we have to, right? Yeah, yeah. So then our attention turned to smuggling drink because that's what you do in the, in the ocean. <laughs> so I um, was able to smuggle a quarter bottle of vodka in my underwear. Okay. And when the guy patted me down, didn't even make contact, so never asked the question about There's lots of room down there, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very good, Steve. Very good. We made sure he didn't even brush against it, so there was never any question. And we got we got in there and poured the drinks and started drinking away. And then at some point during the night, we forgot about food then like. And at some point during the night, I looked at the cage. And I was trying to analyze the action and I literally, my brain could not comprehend what was happening inside the cage. So I, I said, I have to stop drinking. I said, I'm obviously way too drunk for this. Like, <laughs> So I, I actually done it, took the rest of my drink off me, thankfully. And uh, then gradually I started to sober up. And by the time the main event, which I was looking forward to, came along, um, I was able to, I was back. I was able to understand what was happening mm-hmm. around me. Mm-hmm. And then woke up the following day and I said, what happened to the Kavanaugh fight? Why wasn't Sinead Kavanaugh fighting? Yeah. And Donna goes, she fought. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And I went back through my head because I knew what the card was coming up. Yeah. And I said, and was Peter Quilly fighting? She goes, oh, my God. She was the biggest entrance of the whole night. <laughs> and I said, oh, was that zombie? And she said, yeah. I said, I remember that. I don't remember the fight. <laughs> wow. So, I am also looking forward to watching Bellator 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shocking. Wow. Oh, shocking. Completely overcooked the duck. It was just, I'm like, I'll have to be much wiser as I get older, I think. It was a ter- terrible, terrible mistake. And Sunday was the longest day in the history of days. <laughs> Speaking of Sundays, I'm lifting in the Nationals on Sunday. Oh, very good. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I uh, did my openers last night. So How are you feeling? Um, good. Um, I'm opening... Interesting one for you. I'm opening two and a half kilos heavier than I finished last year. Nice. Oh, great yeah. If you could you do that every year. You're mm-hmm. defying the tide man. of time by getting stronger as you get older. Huh? Old man muscle. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm hoping to break the record. Push it out another two and a half kilos. We'll see how that goes, though. Oh, I'd faith in you, Steve. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to jump in. You wouldn't want to let us down now, would you? <laughs> I'm going to jump in five kilos anyway, and we'll, we'll see where like All the boys on the station are rooting for you. <laughs> I'm only three weeks from retirement, so I better make this count. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of which, what are we watching this week? Uh, the Invitation. is over. I want to know what that's about. What? Sorry? 1923 is over. Season is finished. Oh, tell us. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Perfect. What, what the actual like? It's finished. Just finished. Eight episodes gone. Done. Good. How are you going to come to terms? Only another season. It has to be because they like. So do you remember the way you felt after the Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Everything was really, really bad for the rebellion. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was really sad, but you had more information. <laughs> That's how I felt after 1923's last episode. <laughs> I went, but you resolved nothing. In fact, now it looks like nothing can be resolved because things are so bad. There's no way we can win. <laughs> I like I like the way it's a we can win. Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> You're totally bought into it now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's a brilliant story still, but um, I just wish there was more episodes. I don't understand. Like, and what happens if Harrison Ford dies while we're waiting on this? Like, <laughs> what do we do then? Yeah. But you know what it has done is it's really fueled my appetite for Yellowstone itself. Because I'm watching all these prequels. I've never watched the actual show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well thought of, I think. It is very well received, yeah. Like, I know everyone that I, I talk to at work that knows seems to know about TV thinks it's mm-hmm. bee's knees. Yeah. Well, while, I'm, while I'm rambling, Steve, are, are, we all, are we all up to date on The Last of Us? Uh, yes. Uh, I got to six. I haven't got to seven yet. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. No. 
Um, I watched but, six on your recommendation after thinking of bathing after five. And, yeah. Uh, I will grant it. I enjoyed six. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Are kind of back, afraid Mike? to watch seven, though. I'm afraid to watch seven. I, t- I, I took a bit of a, uh, an emotional beating in, in episode six. Episode yeah. six, which one? Without spoiling? Um, it's the one that ends with you going, oh my God, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> which one is that? I'm trying to remember. Oh, is that the... It's the one after... They've, uh, they've left, left Wyoming and they're heading for... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that's a that's a real cliffhanger of an episode, that one, actually. Mm. So, do you remember when we watched the trailer of this? Mm. I said it looks like it's the events of The Last of Us game with the Left Behind DLC. Okay. Okay. I know that I did say this. I'm not sure what I saw in the trailer that led me to believe this, but the episode mm. this week is called Left Behind. Okay. So I thought you were going to tell us if this week's episode was called DLC. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. That would be funny. That would be funny. So <laughs> it was it was quite funny because I was watching. So that's like, is it a four-hour game, five-hour game maybe? And it's kind of compressed into 50-odd minutes mm-hmm. this week's episode. And it's good, like, it is good. But as I was watching, I was going, oh, Mike is going to see this <laughs> as more filler. <laughs> is, mm-hmm. is there another little uh, side mission coming up? <laughs> Here they are telling us about all that's happening in the world and introducing characters that maybe we don't care about. Mike's going to yeah. fold his arms and they may never unfold again. Possibly an away team with two or three of the senior characters. <laughs> Nobody else is relevant. <laughs> People in a red shirt. How many, how, many, how many episodes are left now? There's only nine in it. Is there only nine? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. That's my best information. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, good. Because it, it's it's the kind of series, a bit like the one you're just giving out about there, Mark, um, that you want it to finish before the ten. You don't want to go a bit long. Like nine's even long enough. Like eight, eight would be fine. Like for for these days, for a series, for a well well told story, like you know. Yeah, Mike, you were correct. There's only nine. There's only two left. Man. <laughs> I wanted to keep going on forever. Like, this is the way we used to be about the world. Yeah, we, and look what happened to that. They did make it go on forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> At least we like, got season, season careful two. Careful what you wish for. What was it, Elementary? Didn't that have like 21 episodes per season or something? 22 episodes, something ridiculous. I can't remember. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Suits was another one. Shit. Anyway, um, The Invitation, Mike. The Invitation. Oh, yes, I took one for the team here. This is, this I read the, the synopsis and I could see that it was a brave move on your part. Yeah. <laughs> brave or stupid. It's, uh, it's basically a knockoff of the, the Dracula story. Um, yeah. But if you could imagine Dracula combined with Emily in Paris. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. So they've wow. made the, they, they have a, a pretty young heroine who is American and has no idea what's going on. Wait, 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 and wait, 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 you've watched Emily in Paris. I saw a couple of episodes. Accidentally. Sounds like more than a couple, Mike. It wasn't my fault. of Emily in Paris. Mike, what was your favorite episode of Emily in Paris? <laughs> Don't make me do it. <laughs> I, I have to admit, I've seen some too, but they're over the top of a laptop and it wasn't by choice. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen more than a few. <laughs> that way, it was quite popular in easier parts for a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, Mike. Move on. Okay. I, I'm just quite surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's. I thought more uh, of you. I more of you. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just uh, look, yeah, fair enough, I don't care what anyone says about you. You know, I think you're sound. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so they they have a bright young thing from America, um, who knows nothing about anything outside America, and she meets a. Uh, a charming English guy who uh, reveals that they're actually related. And he invites her to a wedding in England. Fantastic. All expenses paid. And then she spends about 45 minutes being um, amazed at 
how like groomed Europe have electricity and and, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and oh my God, look at the castle. Um, so uh, yeah, and then and then you know it goes into standard vampire story. Um, she doesn't figure out till it's too late that things are going bad, and then. Um, uh, there's uh, a bit of jiggery pokery, a bit of risk, uh, a small chance that she may not make it out, but we know she at the end. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Game of Thrones. She's going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is really poor. Um, you know, for a horror, it's terrible. For a Downton Abbey castle show, it's terrible. Even for an Emily in Paris European vacation show. It's <laughs> it, it has little or no redeeming qualities um, on any level. So I, I I hope you appreciate the fact that I didn't put this on the list. I could have I could have put it on the list and made you watch this. Fairness, yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, Mike, I know how I can, how I can cheer you up a bit. Go on. Well, you see who's joined the cast, The Mandalorian. Uh, I've never even watched an episode of The Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, but you will now. You will now. Katie Sackhoff has joined the cast. You're joking. And, not only, and Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. In one shower. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That'd be the end of the empire. Is wearing some, some kind of space suit, which I know was important to you at a time in your life. <laughs> All right. Was a tight mark. Yeah, uh, all the right place. <laughs> didn't notice that. I'll leave that to Mike to figure I know, out. <laughs> you know, in fairness, it won't matter to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for bringing that to my attention, Mark. I, uh, wow. Definitely, uh... So, and Mike, it starts March 1st. Oh. In case you haven't okay. seen the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if I get into Woody's, I can get some plastic sheeting and some duct tape. Who was it? Who was it? They cancelled off. Was it Aaron Tohill? No, the other one, the other MMA fighter that does movies now. She was in. Um, she was in. Oh God, I can't even think of the thing she was in with Vanessa Sloan. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, no, the one oh, that looks Gina like Carano, Gina yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Um, she she said some uh, naughty things at one stage that people didn't agree with, and so she, she got cancelled. And yeah, um, what I mean to say to you, uh, speaking of what's back, Drive mm-hmm. to Survive is back, season five. <laughs> Formula One has come back now. Soon, guys, we had the pre-season testing last weekend. We could see oh, all the new cars, new drivers, new shuffling, who's driving for who and who's not in and who's out, and who's out mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But uh, the interesting thing is uh, who's fast and who isn't. Um, oh. Yeah, a few guys who are quite fast like uh, that weren't last year. Now, third fastest day two of testing, Aston Martin. Who? Yeah, that's right. Aston are up there. Yeah, unreal. Uh, I thought we are doing all right as well, which is another surprise. Uh, shouldn't really be, but anyway. Um, Haas not doing great even though the last year's Ferrari engine or potentially yeah last year's um, but anyway Drive Survive Netflix it's not documentary it's kind of a based on ah, it's kind of semi-documentary but they always slide the driver's like it's not a documentary it's like a drama you know um, but they follow drivers and team uh, uh, team members around the place and they, 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 they create this thing and it's really good yeah. Um, so last year's, uh, of course, uh, what do we call it? Season five, episode one. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a. It was the first race. Was uh, the day before? I, I think it was the day before. The week before was when the Russia-Ukraine war broke out. Mm-hmm. One of the teams was sponsored by a very large Ogliark, and his son no was way. driving. Nikita no Mazapan. Yeah. No one and how, did did another war break out now when the new season started? <laughs> did, did they do that See, every season? This this season yeah. is last season. They have to film last season, do the editing, and then they then you get to see last season's now. Oh, okay. Does you get to see last year's championship this year. So uh, in, it's in 2021, there was going to be a war. 
<laughs> so uh, anyway, it's just brilliant to see what happened and why. And because there's, uh, you know, has is there that's the most let's say colorful team, uh, the most fun team, the most dramatic, um, and the ones that crashed the most as well. Um, right. But they had Michael Schumacher, you know, driving for them. Mick, sorry, Mick Schumacher, not Michael. Um, and uh, your don't Mike, don't, don't, don't Mike. And which, guy, which way, guys? Mike, me Mike. <laughs> so who's the boss, Mike? It, it, it's actually ten years since his accident. Yeah. So no, Mike. No, it's still too soon, Mike. So anyway, it's brilliant. I watched episode one. It's fantastic. Um. I think I'm going to have to get you to watch one of these episodes now coming up soon. Uh, I, anyway, I don't know if but, you do, really. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, no, I'll vet it in advance, of course. But uh, there's a couple of things that happened in a few races that are pretty very great that I was absolutely fucking going bananas a bit last year that you were just going, yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah. So this week on Love Island. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. What, what was next step? That was that. That was... I can and, talk about knock at the cabin if you want. Knock at the cabin, that is next. Yeah. Um, so right. this Are is. Are we taking bets on Mark being able to pronounce his name properly? M. Knight Shyamalan. Oh, nice, nice. I think I nailed that for once in my life. I used yeah, to M. just M. Knight M. Knight Shyamalan. He's he's changed his name now, hasn't he? He appears as uh, something else. Maybe it's J. J. Shalubadubi. Just M. I'm not sure. So, knock at the cabin, right? Is it's it's kind of billed as like M Knight's take on the cabin in the woods horror genre. Right? My night, yeah. <clears throat> but um, it's weird, right? So, the, so the backdrop to this is, and this is in the trailer and in the description, IMDb, mm. is that these two dads and their daughter are at a cabin in the woods and a group of people appear. They knock at the cabin door, which is where the film gets his name and explain to them that they are the only people in the world who can save the world from an apocalypse. It yeah, sounds could, like a line you'd use to try and get into a nightclub. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can see your confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I left my ID at home. <laughs> um, so it's like so. Dave Bautista is in it. Um, Rupert, what's his name from Harry Potter? Grint. Um, Ben Aldridge and Jonathan Groff, who you would know from Hamilton. He played King George in Hamilton. Um. He was also in that Netflix series about Syria, the, the origins of the, the FBI's BAU, which I can't think of the name of right now. But um, anyway, there's, you know all the faces or most of the faces in this, right? And like, so I guess that you're concerned because there's, you know, two dads kind of in a bit of trouble. They're trying to look after their daughter, you know, so you're... There is that whole tension around mm-hmm. is is she going to make it out all right and all that, but but the story they're telling isn't really that scary. They're basically saying, "Look, you you guys are the only ones who can save the apocalypse." Like, so step one, you have to believe us, and then you have yeah. to do what we're asking, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really that scary then, because I'm just sitting there. Like, <laughs> I, I put this on going. I hope this isn't a mistake now, because this was this was getting late on Sunday night, and remember, I was in the horrors of a hangover at that stage. And I said, if I've miscalculated here, I'll literally be, be awake till Wednesday. Um, and uh, it was at no point was a scary at all. Like there was zero scare. And that's okay. I don't think that's exactly what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But then it seemed, even though it's a really weird premise, it seemed almost by the numbers. Like mm-hmm. initially, they didn't believe them. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know how much I can, I can spoil here mm-hmm. or not spoil but everything kind of followed quite logically from there. So M. Night is no longer doing M. Night movies. Is that what you're saying? 
It's, well, it, you could you could still pick it out of a lineup as an as an M Night movie because of the level yeah. of weirdness, like yeah. But he just he didn't manage the tension well here. From from mm-hmm. my perspective, anyway, and there was no like, you weren't really guessing like, right? Because yeah. right, let let's say right, let's say we were in their position, right? And these crazy people appear at the door, right? Yeah, and they say the world's going to end, right? <clears throat> yeah. You're not going to believe them. Nobody is. Because why would yeah. you? Right? Get the fuck out of here. But if, however, they're able to present you with ironclad proof that the world was ending, <laughs> then you might change your mind, right? Yeah. yeah. You start so, to evaluate which one can we do without. <laughs> so like, that's not exactly, that's like, that's not exactly what happened, but it's not a million miles away either. Yeah. I'm going like, what, what is, what is it that you want me to guess at here? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. because also, like, no, I, I don't, I don't really want to spoil too much more. But like, they're presented with with this really terrible choice. Mm-hmm. You can predict exactly what they're going to do almost from the outset, right? Uh-huh. And uh, so, so that's okay. Lots of movies are set up that way, right? Mm-hmm. So then, if that's the case, usually what they do is there's a really good kind of story arc where the people in the story get to the realization that you've already been given right mm-hmm. you know it's like when they start a film at the end so you know what's coming yeah, 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 you're just, yeah, you're just yeah. watching people get there mm-hmm. but yeah. there was nothing really interesting about that either there was a couple of flashbacks that that talked about how it's difficult being a gay couple in mm-hmm. the modern world that's fine mm-hmm. they didn't spend really long enough in that to make that you know contribute all that much it did almost like a filler episode in a, in, a... <laughs> in the last of us anyway I, I don't i don't think it was great i i think i think it's a lot easier to watch than you might expect like yeah. you remember that do you remember that uh cabin in the woods movie i think it's yeah. called yes. cabin in the woods yes yeah. where they they wind up getting this flesh-eating disease yeah you ever know oh. sounds a lot better than this <laughs> it's a lot I better than this. cabin in the woods was the one where they discovered all the stuff under the mountain Oh, no, could, with the, the cannibals under the mountain, wasn't it? No, it was all sorts of mad shit down there. <laughs> Do you remember? It was like it was like Noah's Ark down there, but for monsters. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Actually, look, looking back, there's oh. been a lot of cabin in the woodsy kind of things. Didn't the ring start at a cabin in the woods, and they they dig up the videotape? <laughs> <laughs> and what was the other one? Uh, and, oh uh, yeah, sure. Your man classic with the evil chainsaw. dead evil yeah, dead yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same way yeah yeah so that's the classic really what's that yeah. noise out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah um turns out that the cabin in the woods came out in 2011 and thor was in it <laughs> yeah is is that the one where there was all mad stuff I think it was, yeah. I think I think I'm I'm mistaken. I'm confused with a different movie. Anyway, there's been plenty of cabins in the woods, and that's why yeah. I was kind of interested in M Night's take on it because I, yeah. I usually love his movies. I even like that crazy water one that had the merman, merman. <laughs> um, the what is it? Something of water. Waterworld. No, no, I I did like Waterworld, but no, not was, that. Was it the Shape of Water or something? Shape like of that? Water. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. I actually like that one, although it wasn't. It was kind of universally panned. Mm-hmm. No, it was Lady in the Water. No, it wasn't. You're uh-huh. right. It's the shape of water. Speaking um, of cabins in the woods, I've been spending way too much time listening to Dogman reports on on YouTube. Are you Dog familiar with this man. genre? No, no. <laughs> you, you've heard of Sasquatch? Yeah. Um, I know. Well, come on. There isn't a Dogman. There is a dogman. Dogman is a thing, and it's 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 huge on the internet in certain circles. <laughs> and I I started listening to reports. It's all collections of reports, people's stories from being out in the woods and whatever. And I started saying, "Oh, that's 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 a lot of shit. That could never happen." But after like six hundred hours of stories, it's, it's now. I don't ever want to go out in the woods again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially cabins, you know, those fucking dogmen, dog man. they live in cabins. That's where they get their shelter when they come out to. That's uh, where they get their powers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can be sure they don't give you a choice. Well, to, to defend M. Night a little bit, mm-hmm. given that I've been 
griefing them for this one. This week's episode of Servant, which is their last season of the show, was a cracker. It was a cracker. So it was. I don't know if you've been keeping up with The Servant at all. No, no, I'm way behind enough. The Servant is four seasons in. I won't spoil it. Oh, wow. But the setup is uh, this couple um, lose their baby tragically. Yeah. And it kind of breaks the wife. She has a complete mental break. Mm -hmm. And some quack that she starts seeing tells her that if she gets one of those, you know, those real dolls, you know, the real life like Uh baby dolls. Like maybe she's a real girl. No, <laughs> not like there's no eager. Um no. it's like it's like a modern cabbage patch kid, but they've got like skin that's almost lifelike and stuff. They're very, very lifelike right. baby dolls. Oh, like Meg- Meghan Markle had one. <laughs> You're thinking of despair, I believe. <laughs> so she essentially just uses this baby doll as a surrogate. To the extent that she takes in a girl to provide childcare to this toy doll when she goes back to work, right? And the girl she takes in is the the servant, the eponymous servant, uh-huh. right? Right. And um, within a few hours of the girl arriving, mm-hmm. the toy baby is replaced by an actual baby. Uh-huh. Right. And it's it's one of the most chilling TV shows you'll ever watch. Where the fuck did I get the baby? Exactly. That is the whole mystery, right? Where's the doll gone? Sure. Well, anyway, I don't don't want to say any more than that because... Secondary. I think everybody should watch that, right? Everybody should watch this. Good. I don't know. But they did this episode. The week this episode was... I'm trying trying to figure out what I can say here because I I would hate to spoil it for anyone. There's a number of mysteries that have built up, right? Mm -hmm. And a person comes along and goes, they're not mysteries. They're not mysteries. This is what's actually happening. And then everybody, including the viewers, go, he's right. It makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Then at the end of the episode, when he's off, like away from everybody else, he goes, I was only kidding. <laughs> I like you could you could call it a filler episode because in effect, yeah. nothing has changed. Yeah. But in some ways, everything has changed because the cast of like the people in the show mm-hmm. now think they have the answers. But in reality, they have nothing. They've just got a pack of lies and they're going to take actions on that now that'll lead to the, the climax of the season, of the series, in fact. So I can't wait. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be brilliant. So it is. So yeah, I recommend Servant. I don't recommend Knock at the Cabin. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, a couple of near misses this week then. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of Apple TV things this week to talk about. Apple TV has been quiet the last few months. Did you notice that? In fact, yeah, I know some after, people who have unsubscribed. After the foundation and severance, yeah. they were kind of at a head point, high point. Uh, there was something else as well. I can't remember what it was that we watched that we liked. Uh, Tehran was on it. Uh, wasn't that? There's so, anyway, um, it kind of popped up out of nowhere like severance, you know, I can't wait. But anyway. Mankind, maybe. So, can't remember. So uh, we two pop up this week, which was Hello Tomorrow and Liaison, which we both we watched both of them. Uh, Liaison is um, is uh, starring Ava Green, Vincent Cassell, Peter Mullen, <coughs> the, and uh, a few other people that you'd probably know, like Daniel Francis, Iron Jacob, so on. Um, so essentially, it's about uh, two agents and and former lovers. Mm-hmm in the trailer apparently what a spoiler must work together to combat to combat international cyber attacks threatening the UK while also confronting the buried secrets of their destructive relationship says <laughs> yeah I know so you just hate buried secrets of a destructive relationship I know right I know right <laughs> um, but that's not the way I saw it <laughs> um, but anyway um, so that's uh, the basics uh, quality is good lots of money in it um, not that much money if they're hiring French actors, though. Like that's, <laughs> they're that's only always See, I'm, stuff. <laughs> I'm surprised they weren't cancelled because they hired non-French people to be French people and non-Syrians to be Syrians. It was just like, oh, dudes, Work, again. Yeah. they Atrocious. also had people who are not from the UK pretending to be from the UK. I was just 
I was shocked and appalled. Anyway, <laughs> I was so offended. Anyway, I, I took to Twitter and uh, vent. <laughs> no one liked or replied or anything. So that, oh, anyway, that's all over. That's all over. That's all over. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's past. All right, they're they, they're okay now. So, um, anyway, Ava Green's back. It's great to see Ava again. Ah, mm-hmm. Ava, you know she can do no wrong in my eyes. But well, in, yeah. in, in until you look at her filmography, yeah, no, that's a lot of very disappointing things. They were by choice, like, oh. Mike. They made her better as a person. <laughs> right. So she made some great movies. Anyway, this one, this starts out great. Um, and it's got that 24 type energy. 24 with a bit more talent in the writing pool and a little bit more money. <laughs> um, it's kind of high paced and things happen. And uh, it's all sort of espionage I was just like, yep, right up my street. Brilliant. I'm in on this. Um, I'll say overall, in summary, I thought it was a great episode. Really enjoyed it. It's it's all very, like I say, espionage-y. Uh, French are trying to get these hackers who are trying to escape the Syrians and Russian contractors in Syria and they make it to Turkey and they're trying to get passports for them. They're trying to get out of the country and then they end up somewhere else in the UK, MI5 or after, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so we get to see what's happening at top level in France, what's happening in top level in UK. Uh, UK are getting a little bit hacked and they're a little bit cheesed off with that and they're trying to investigate that. That's kind of a side project um, that's interesting as well. Um, the big failing in this is that there's a scene with um, Mr. Mullen and Ava Green in a canteen where they're discussing the hacking and yeah. they spell it out. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Do you mean, no, no, just... Paraphrase McSummary. It's it's like uh, they sort of say, "Do you mean these people got in past our security? We are, you know, the head of cyber crime, antique cyber crime in the UK, and they hacked us, and we don't know where they came from or where they come from, and they could do our infrastructure, and 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 people could get hurt, and we don't know, and we we don't." And they said it like in he nearly said it in one sentence, you know, right. spelled it out what it's all about, and it's just like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like, don't believe ah. that computers should be banned from, from movies and TV. They're just who doesn't work. Computers in general. It's just it's interesting. a plot device. It's just not allowed. They they kind of use the right words and stuff. You know, you can tell there's a consultant in there. You know, you know. At the end of the day, they left a gap in the script saying, "Here's the science bit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's and, add a few explainers. How could we explain that better? And yeah. I and I know there's going to be like. Uh, yeah, I know there's going to be a hack or something that you start going, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's like, look, if they had their firewalls updated, you know, there's not a chance. That... <laughs> uh, 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 just change yeah. the config file, set hacking from the crew. Line existing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but apart from that, no, I liked it. I liked it overall. Uh, really liked it. I, I'll watch more. Um, uh, the, the Let's say there, uh, Ava's... Uh, uh, ex-lover dude um, uh, slash rival in this um, is Vincent Cassell and he's in everything and uh, he, ma- he makes a great sort of Daniel French Daniel Craig mm. you know kind of way yeah, um, yeah so like, so like a cheaper version of Daniel Craig yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 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 just barely but yeah um no, I quite enjoyed it. Quite enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, I, I see a couple of massive problems with this. Number one is got computers in it, and number two, just looking at it from a a, a Mark perspective, they're not speaking English one hundred percent of the time. Not one hundred percent, and they're not even speaking French the rest of the time either. There, there's, yeah. there's a there's a fair few languages in there. There's uh, got Arabic and Turkish and Russian and uh, yeah. a few yeah, I mean, others, this- but. This isn't going to fly in certain households. I can tell you that for now. I think it's. I think it's all in context in in this case, and I I think it it helps to flesh out the world slash story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a, it's going to be as hard to follow as like if it was a hundred percent. You know, like you'll be able to you know tweet and uh, make tea and dinner while he's watching this. You know, yeah. <laughs> multitask. You know, you know, do his homework. Um, well, I'm fully com- cured now of my issue with subtitles, having watched all of Physical 100. 
Oh, good stuff. You must speak 15 <laughs> languages fluently now at this stage. Well, I, I feel like I understand Koreans. Oh. <laughs> that was the only thing I, I did know. at Bellator 291 when one of the Irish fighters was fighting. I shouted, come on, Connor. His name was not Connor. <laughs> um, neither of you have watched this liaison, no? Okay, no, 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 that's fine. It's fine. I just, no, I just want to roster another opinion on this. But I, I think you should probably give a nose spin. It's good. Sounds sounds it's decent. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna watch more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you reminded me of something else there. Anyway, I'll come back to. It. Uh, hello, tomorrow. Physical 100. Hmm? Yes, physical 100. Thank you. Did you watch the finale? I certainly did. Wow. I confess, I confess that I skipped on a bit while it was on. Did you? Yeah. Like. I, I skip, you know, if someone's knocked out, I'm sort so, of like, yeah, so don't they're really not, they're, yeah, they're, not they're not great hmm. at kind of saying the things differently. That So, like, they're constantly being asked to say stuff. So, like, like any reality TV, this is yeah. not an issue with yeah, yeah. Physical 100 or the Koreans. Yeah, but how many but options I, you have if you get knocked out? What are you going to say, like? You know. Yeah, or, but the other way, like when it's be- when it's before the event, <laughs> yeah, I think that had been done to death in Physical One Hundred because they, yeah. they did feel like we talked before about how the editing wasn't tight enough, mm-hmm. and I think in the last episode it kind of all came to bear because it was like forty five minutes before they got to the the game and there was an awful lot of I hope I am strong enough and and I will try my best. Yeah. They kind of all said their version of that. Mm. But they'd all already said that version of that in multiple episodes beforehand. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was looking at it trying to say, well, what would I do differently here now? And like, the only thing I think of is they kind of needed to either add a different context, like maybe talk about their family or something, which we know nothing about any of their families or their home life or anything. Something different, but they just, they didn't, though. It was still kept with, tell us why you think you want to win or you should win or, you know, mm. it's like... It wasn't interesting to me anyway. I, no, I, I get you. I, no, I, I, I like skipped I, all I knew, that too. Yeah. I knew these people at this stage, so we yeah. just need to do the thing, you know? Yeah. Well, it was an hour and a half, the last episode. It was long, yeah. It was long, wasn't it? it? Was long. Yeah, I could have, uh, like, I think they could have knocked that down to 40 minutes on it. Really, you know? Um, yeah, I agree with you. They could have, yeah. I enjoyed it, though. <laughs> and it was actually um, I enjoyed yeah, it me too I, uh, I I wasn't expecting who won to win considering the rivals yeah yeah That's me either I, and I was yeah. also wrong about who was going to win through some of the earlier rounds too it yeah. was interesting yeah, yeah it was wasn't it interesting yeah, yeah. show it was yeah yeah, yeah. it's a good premise and they left it like this is season one you know yeah, they'll could they're going to continue to to try and find who's got the perfect physique for everything. You know, that's I yeah. Think season season five is going to be an all stars. They'll bring back that orange guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so then we watched Hello Tomorrow. You're going to tell us about that. Hello Tomorrow. Apple TV is, as well. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Hello Tomorrow is set kind of in a retro sci-fi setting so it's imagine it was like the 60s or the 50s 50s. the 50s but they were futuristic like the cars didn't need wheels where we're going we don't need roads and all that but it's still a 57 chevy bel-air yeah uh, Yeah, yeah. they look the right color so um (laughs) so so, so the, the main character that the story follows is a salesman right um by the name of jack billings and he is selling property on the moon to people. No, it's 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 not clarified that these. He's are, not just selling property, Donald Mark, is he? He's selling dreams. Steve. He's selling dreams. He's selling a life. So I don't. I, I presume that there are actually homes on the moon. We do see uh, in the rear of a shop. We do see a rocket going up, going straight up at one point. So I presume these are real homes and not just like selling the Brooklyn Bridge to idiots, but. Um, and anyway, I as, wonder, as, I'm not convinced yet. Well, I wasn't sure. Big, like a meat grinder or something, you know? Yeah, I wasn't sure yeah. about that. But anyway, yeah. the, the the episode continues. We meet some other characters who are doing the same job. We learn a little bit about his family. We meet his mother. Um, and that family context plays out through the episode. And it's 
in my opinion, I think it's pretty good TV, to be honest. Uh, I think they're doing a pretty good job of, like, the interesting thing isn't necessarily the setting, although the setting does help keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. I think the interesting thing is this guy and the way he's put together, what his motivations are and what he's doing and how he's, how he's dealing with his life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that, that that was what I found interesting. And the relationships that he's building around this are quite good. Mm-hmm. So, because he, he appears to be one thing initially, and then you fairly quickly realize that that's not really what it appears to be. Uh, yeah. So, what did you think? Any of you see this? I did, yeah. Did you see it? I, I saw a bit of it. Um, yeah. I really struggled with the aesthetic, I have to say. Uh, it's kind of like, um, what was it? Wes Anderson. Future Land. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not far off it, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's um, exactly that style, stylistically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I was finding it hard to uh, suspend disbelief with this parallel development where we kept the fifties uh, look and feel, but it's now twenty three, and we have rocket technology, and we have robots, servants, and all this kind of thing. I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's a valid criticism. It's just me. I, I personally didn't like it. I. No, I know. I, I hear where you come from. They've only technology in some aspects of life and not others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I did think about that. And there's like, uh, you can apply the same Star Wars. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's very mechanical, but yet yeah. they have, you know, floating cars, for example, or fucking Death Star, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but they're still not, but they're still like, they've got these lumps of squares that are credits. It's like, why didn't you yeah. just wire them, you know, fucking email or fucking credit or crypto, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, thumbprint? Yeah. Just uh, think about it, you know, surely if you're that level of technology, mm-hmm. you know, the rest have yeah. followed along. But I, yeah, I hear and you. Some of those blast marks were far too accurate for some <laughs> But this is closer to our reality, yeah, so it's a little bit more obvious, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. They've got the 50s hotel and the 50s decor, and, mm-hmm. but yet you've got a robot servant, you know, and they're in yeah. a 50s diner, and you're sort of going, eh, yeah. 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 Um, but I, I'd definitely be more thinking along your line, Steve, that there is nothing there. They're, they're going to, this is all a scam, like, um, yeah, I'd be very surprised if there is actually real estate being sold anywhere. That's why I'm sucked in. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 going to watch more of this um, because it's intriguing. I, I I want to know. It is interesting, isn't it? Because he's such well, uh, a, a moonshine salesman. You nearly he's very good. He's so slick. You yeah, nearly assume that it has yeah. to be a con. Like it mm-hmm. reminded me of Wolf of Wall Street, the kind of stuff they were up to. But it's only him, right? No, like, he's, like he's in the episode. No, in the episode, yeah. did we not establish that like the guy who owns the group, mm-hmm. it doesn't exist, kind of thing. He's like a turtle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Wasn't that the same guy? Right? You know, the same name, anyway. But, yeah. but that's that's what I'm wondering. What did he invent this whole thing? Are those ships just going up regardless to a mining colony, and he's selling these dreams, and these people are going up? I I don't know, as slaves or to work in it, or are they like like I say, a meat grinder, or is there actually lunar houses in a bubble that are a dream place to live? You know, that kind of. I, I, I'm really I, I don't see any evidence of it yet, yeah. but you know, yeah. Do you know what the setting reminded me of a bit? Maybe. Maybe they are. The setting reminded me a bit, I don't know if any of you played the Bioshock games, which are bound to be uh, recreated as TV shows any day now. Do you ever play those? The first first Bioshock starts off with, you're on this like uh, Titanic era ship Mm -hmm. that crashes. Right. And you wind up almost drowning and stumbling across this whole biosphere underneath the seas. Okay. Oh. Um, so it's like, it's in that, what was Titanic? 70s? 60s? The 80s? movie uh, or the ship? The ship. <laughs> 40s? 18, 1918. 18, 12. 12, thanks. 1912. The, the 12s. It was back in the 12s. <laughs> Um, so, so it's back then, but underneath the ground, they have all these like clockwork robots and stuff yeah. that are far beyond what was actually available back then. Yeah. 
and that setting expanded out. There was there's multiple games, and one where there was actually a cloud city that made no sense. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. But I've, uh, heard, I've heard chatter on the internet saying that people gamers thought it was related to Fallout. Did you ever play that? Really? I played Fallout as well. Yeah. Just the the look and feel of it, rather than the story. The Fallout was post nuclear apocalypse. Yeah, but they had diners. Uh, <laughs> hey, you could be right. Yeah, that, that's the internet for you. It was a fifties atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I think it's intriguing, and uh, I had no problems with the script and our acting. Uh, actually, the main character, he's great. I think he and Hank is pretty good uh yeah backup too. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Um what's the name? Uh Kudrup. Um he does everything in it. Um Billy. Is that right? Yeah, Billy Crudup, yeah. Yeah, Crudup, yeah. So he's executive producer as well, so yeah, yeah. Um he okay. does it's his show, I think. So he's like, Well, I'm not paying anyone else to say lines, I'll say them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody else. You all just talk. fuck it up. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not paying extras who have lines here. What am I? What am I made of money here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really good. I'd recommend this. I think it's great. I would as well. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, yeah. it's definitely worth I, a watch. I don't know if I find it interesting enough. I, I might wait for some uh, somebody yeah. to take the we'll hit back and to you. Uh, watch we'll a few back episodes you. before I invest any time in it. Yeah, nice we can do that. Nice safe move there, Mike. We can do that. <laughs> but liaison, you need to get on it. Now, Mike, you, yes. you, you know, your, your moment has come. <laughs> well, you see, now with the Mandalorian coming into view, it's, that was out of, out of left field. Like, you know, I didn't expect that. No, Mike, you've tell us it about Cocaine Bear. It could seriously impinge on my viewing for the, for the next six months. You've tell us about <laughs> Cocaine Bear, Mike. But you see, I don't know if I should. I mean, you know. Well, I've seen the trailer. I detected, a, I detected a real lack of empathy when, when I suggested this, you know, potentially the greatest movie that had made in the last decade or so. Tell us why, Yeah, tell us why. There is uh, Elizabeth Banks is the director. Uh, she's decided Elizabeth not Banks to, is? Yeah, she's, she's kind of branching out from the acting world. Um, what a pity. And it is... Uh, uh, loose, very, very loosely based on a true story. Um, no way. It's the, so the true uh, story was in, I think, 1985, uh, some drug dealers uh, got rumbled on a plane and basically lugged the drugs overboard. And um, they landed in a national park and a black bear uh, ate about 70 pounds of cocaine. No way. <laughs> So the, the poor old creature uh, actually OD'd and died in real life. But the, the makers of the movie obviously said to themselves, wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if he hadn't died? <laughs> I wonder what happened. <laughs> so this, this is following an alternate reality where the bear didn't die. And um, he uh, reacts quite quite aggressively <laughs> oh, yeah. to the drug and then you have a you have a whole bunch of people who just happen to be in the forest park at that time, that critical time when the bear is running amok <laughs> with, mm. the, with the thing. Um, so one more interesting thing is uh, it was actually filmed in Whitlow. No way! What? Yeah, yeah, it's set in in Georgia, in the states, but it was filmed in Whitlow. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah, so this could also be a British movie of the year in the after wars next year. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> well, 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 well. Um, some interesting uh, interesting uh, casting as well. We have uh, Ray Liotta, his last uh, credit. Um, he's he's kind of the bad guy in it. Right. Um, it's kind of strange to watch him being dead like... Uh, he, he looks so full of life. <laughs> um, they also have the guy, um, uh, the name escapes me from Game of Thrones. He was one of the wildlings from over the wall, big red haired fucker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
he's in it as a completely different kind of a character. He's like a dopey tourist sort of a thing, just asking to get eaten. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Um, Christopher Hivju, I think is is his name. Um, Christopher Hivju, yeah, Hivju, Hivju yeah. Olaf, yeah. Um, and it's also got one of my favorite actresses, uh, Margot Martindale. She was in uh, The Leftovers. Um, she was uh, a complete fucking psycho in that, um, and everything I've seen. Oh yeah, she's she always reminded me of your one from. Uh, she was, was in the Watchers, wasn't she? Recently, the Watchers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what misery? Do you remember? Yes, her, that's uh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it's, it's actually the same actress, but she always reminds. Oh really? Me of her. Oh, you're right. The same kind of character. You're you know, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She exudes evil, um, but in this, she she's playing a park ranger um, with a real chip on her shoulder because she's a park ranger and not a cop. <laughs> but uh, that's gas. Yeah. So they, I mean, the the gist of the story is um, the baddies want to get the drugs back. Um, yeah. the, the tourists want to survive, and the um, the park rangers and whatnot and the local police want to get a lid on things and what all a hilarious triangle of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but there's there's some uh, lovely little uh, just little uh, features that don't have to be there but they, they took the, the time to make just little nice vignettes and stuff um, like one of the cops he's, he's got dog envy <laughs> he's, he's talking to one of his cop colleagues who uh, who had a, 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 a colleague and he's going on <laughs> he, he asked he asked the other cop you know this this colleague does she like fetch and bring the ball back and stuff like that and she said yeah it was one of her favorite games and he just kind of looks and he says that's nice and then he looks over at his own dog and it's one of these little precious pretty things that's about six inches long <laughs> inside the car. He's like, you, he doesn't say anything, but you know in his eyes, he's so disappointed that this dog will never fetch yeah. a ball for him. You never brought me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's lots of just little things like that that aren't yeah, yeah, yeah. emphasis on them, but it, it just constantly gives you little treats as, as you watch <laughs> the movie. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, overall, it's, it's actually crazy. It, it, it is a lot of fun uh, running through it. And I mean, at the end of the day, who doesn't want to watch a movie about a bear on cocaine? Uh, that was that was one question I had. Like Everybody, I imagine, wants to see that. But yeah. is it a one-joke movie? No, no, that is that is the danger of it, and that is the quality of it. They they managed to get past that. You know, it's um, there's a lot of... Uh, homages to different horror movies through the ages, you know, there's references like Jaws and stuff like this, or Predator and um, that kind of thing. Um, and the the bear itself is um, they, they did a kind of a golem thing from Lord of the Rings. It's it's actually a human doing the motions, and then they they CGI over it. Oh, very good. So you get much more human-like uh, responses and move, movements from the bear, which which really has the comedic effect. <laughs> like you see the bear headbutting a tree and stuff when he's when he's frustrated, <laughs> uh, which obviously you couldn't get a real bear to ever do. Um, so uh, yeah, it's very clever how they use use that aspect of it as well. So uh, yeah, you know who's in this, uh, mm-hmm. and it's kind of one of the reasons I want. Uh, well. It's probably the reason that I want to watch some of it. Um, uh, Scott Size, is that his name? Scott Size? Yeah, Scott Size. Uh, he got famous on TikTok and Instagram and stuff for oh, doing the, you know, the yeah. guy who works in uh, Ikea. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, can't yeah, turn yeah. back time with Diane. You know, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can get this somewhere cheaper. Well, why aren't you going there? You know, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he's, he's an ambulance man in this. He's, uh, he's pretty good in the role. That's great. That's great. I love seeing that. You know, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. a, it's a. He's gone from, you know, making this in his bedroom to, on the back of it. Now he's, 
you know, radio, I know he's, know that, that I know he does his own yeah. comedy shows and goes on tours and stuff, but now he's like a, a big budget movie, like you know. Yeah. But yeah, some yeah. serious names. I mean, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, O'Shea ja- or O'Shea? Or J- uh, Jesus, which way around is it? Jackson? Uh, Ice T's kid, isn't it? Is he Ice Car- T's kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't. He, doesn't yeah, he, look play, he played actually, him in yeah. uh, uh, Straight Outta Compton. Right. And then uh, Kerry Russell's in it, right? Uh, yes. Or, yeah. Uh, you know, so Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks, you know, we've named a, a good few of the others as well. So, I mean, that's a, yeah, that's yeah. a huge thing. Um, I think it's great. Yeah. I, I guess Elizabeth Banks has a fairly stacked uh, phone book to <laughs> call it. Fairly stacked, it. all right. Yeah. Please, in my, please be in my movie. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, it worked out very well. Um, well, she, she was the love interest in Top Gun, right? No. Sure. Wasn't, wasn't that um? What's her name? Um, oh no, it's Curly. What's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Really, I'm not sure now. God, I'm going off the MTV. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've lost me. But um, yeah, yeah, great cast, and they 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 balance it quite well. You know, the the star of the movie is quite clearly the bear, Kelly uh, McGillis. Kenny McGillis. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. You're seven kind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like everybody who's in it uh, does a good job of what they have to do. Um, Are you recommending but, this, Mike? It sounds like you said it's the best movie ever. It is, <laughs> yes. I mean, if it was not Helen the last decade, this. <laughs> she should have been. That's uh, all that's missing. That's where her Oscar is. She's missed out the Oscar now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, there could have been a touching, you know, <laughs> mother-son reconciliation at the end between Helen and the bear. <laughs> and and is it la- like laugh out loud funny? Um, there are that's good. There are a few really hilarious bits, mm. but it's mostly kind of uh, hey hey hey, you know, and it's consistently hey hey hey. Um, but I, I wouldn't say it's okay. an absolute belly laughing masterpiece. But um, it is. So who's it aimed at? Hmm? Who's it aimed at? What kind of demographic? I would say, um, young males, um, who aren't that intelligent, um, and would kind of like to spend a weekend on cocaine if they could afford it. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> it's like sure. a vicarious pleasure for them. <laughs> so you're living vicariously through the bear. Yeah. This, this movie works on a lot of levels. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah, indeed. It's it's a lot better than it should be. <laughs> okay, that's that's kind of what I'm. Yeah, I have a feeling that it's kind of one of those that won't be ever in your top ten movies ever. But <laughs> it's a good laugh, kind of. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you're definitely not wasting your time watching it. You know. Okay. Uh, I've, I've, okay. I've watched. Far, far worse movies for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say uh, often, often you watch far worse often at our behest. I was going to say that's not really a measure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, like we might have dodged a bullet with that man, Quantumania. By the way, well, actually, uh, Cocaine Bear completely outperformed it at the, the box office, <laughs> so the public have chosen with their feet. <laughs> that was the well, second I, week, though, wasn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm I'm sure. curious. I'd I'd like to see what their marketing budget was because it was everywhere. Everywhere it was online and yeah. fucking on streaming and just everywhere. Yeah, it was mentioned quant- in shows and that kind of thing. So sorry, quantum. The quantumanium. I, I haven't heard anybody with a good word to say about it. Um, what what is that? Do we know what it's about or who's in it? Yeah, yeah, it's Ant Man and the Wasp, and yeah. it's set, setting up Phase Five of the MCU. Sarah, so. for Jesus, anyone who's over eight doesn't care. So you remember, <laughs> um, you remember, Hang <laughs> was revealed at the end of season one of Loki. Mm-hmm. So this is his kind of grand unveiling now as the big bad for Phase Five. Right. Um, so it's Kang the Conqueror for those of you who were following from a comics perspective. Is that the bad with a stupid big face and a fucking pin of beans kind of armor? Yeah, he's purple, <laughs> purple and blue. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm beyond uninterested. In that. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm I'm not far behind you, given like how. 
deep into superheroes I am, I'm very close. The only thing that interests me about this is there's a lot of CGI in it. And apparently that is good quality. And right. it's available in a lot of cinema screens in 3D. Okay. And there hasn't been something decent in 3D in a while. So I yeah, want to go and see that in 3D. 3D was dead. I haven't seen a 3D movie in years. Exactly. And that's the only reason why I'm kind of still, I'm still yeah. trying to work out if I need a babysitter to go and see it here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just wonder if the cinemas can still do 3D if they took out the equipment or um, nobody takes out the equipment, Mike. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bow to your superior cine- cinematographic. Yeah, no, knowledge. but like, even to <laughs> Jesus, I don't even put the Hoover away when I'm finished with the carpet. Like, Mike, yep. Did you know Ant Man on the Wasp uh, stars? Paul Rudd, and then uh-huh. next on the star list is Evangeline Lilly. Really? There we go. You see, it. there's something for everyone, Mike. There's something for everyone. <laughs> Will you let us know how that movie is next just, week now? Just, just when you think you're out, <laughs> you're right back in again. <laughs> no escaping. No escaping. That. Was it? Was he Wasp, wasp Man, Ant Man, and the Wasp Man? <laughs> Sorry. No idea. What's it called? Quantumania. Cocaine Ant Man. Quantumania. Cocaine Ant Man. Right. On that note, I think we're done dusted for this week. Okay. Right. From Mike, Mark, and Steve. Stay classy. Stay classy.